0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
1: Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and I am joined by Big Lou Maddox and on the board and giving his. In sight. And his incredible memory and recall is Clayton the Claw Harris. Clayton, I've never really, you know, after doing this show for months now, I don't think I've ever really had a, a full appreciation for how – what. Your mind is like a steel trap. I mean...
2: He's got a great and, sports mind, doesn't he? I, well, I mean... It's fantastic. It, it's kind of...
1: It, it's a little spooky. If, if you're around Clayton as much as we are, it's a little spooky to realize that Clayton can recall things uh, in his past years of living if it's kind of sports-related, right? Have you...
0: Yeah, I... It, well- not just sports related There's things history been, things I mean that, yeah history
1: significant big. moments yeah. in history correct yeah. that you can just you can pull out and you you remember scores and stats and and that type of stuff
0: you know I met somebody that 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 was a lot better than me at that and that was Marion Woolhoyt. Marion Wohoyt <laughs> uh could tell you descriptive detail of people that played. Fifty years ago, it was truly incredible. So, um, but no, I mean, I, I think you know, God, God has blessed me with uh, the ability to remember uh, certain things. And
1: did let me ask you this: Did you? When did you kind of realize it? I mean, when did you? When did? How old were you? Were you in a certain grade, or or did, were you out of out of high school? I mean, what what, what when did you kind of? realize that you had this knack to recall stuff and people go man i can't remember what i did yesterday much less what happened back in 19 or 2012 you know uh
0: later in high school i it became apparent that i i was able to remember i i, I was never fully aware of how I could remember things, but I think the first time um, that I remember as a kid that people were like, oh, my gosh. Uh, and I had a bunch of older cousins and, and their friends. And uh, Derek Ransom over at uh, uh, Tim Penn Alley uh, would, would randomly call me and say – he'd ask me a trivia question, and I, you know, on the spot. Uh, but we were at Daytona Beach <laughs> in the summer of 1994. And Sterling Marlin, who uh, is good buddies with my dad, went to high school together at Spring Hill High School – uh, he had just won the Daytona 500 in February that year. It was his first big race. So we went down for the Firecracker 400. or It, it had just gotten changed to the Pepsi 400. Was that in Atlanta? That was at Daytona. Oh, they, it was they were, at Daytona. They were, they were back at Daytona okay. for the summer race. And uh, back then, NASCAR would have a full list of 45 cars would attempt to make the race. 43 would make it. And so my uncle said, I, I'm going to do something here. I'm going I'm to name off a driver, and you give me their car number and sponsor. I did it, and then he like
1: multiple times.
0: Oh yeah, it it was was easy. Uh, And then you know he could say, you know, who drives the uh, number forty two car?
1: And in ninety five, how old were you? Ninety four. I was nine. Okay,
0: or I I was about to be nine. I was. And
1: did you consider yourself that much of a NASCAR freak or just NASCAR fan? It was
0: was sports because if you remember, Sports Center used to run on a loop in the morning time for about five straight hours. Okay. You know, and, and back then we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have iPads. Okay. Uh, and so I would watch that. We had encyclopedias that I would look, you know, you'd have those encyclopedia salesmen that come by. We had, you know, encyclopedias and I'd look up stuff about sports and um, academics uh, at a young age, though. I didn't really care for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know my, if there's any of my old teachers out there listening I'd be like, yeah, he, you know, but- I, I would, I would be in class drawing up plays. Or I would be really just drawing
1: up plays. So it was all about sports. It was. But but now your your recall memory uh, on sports did that help?
0: Academic? Uh, uh, academic? Oh, it had. Oh, to. Yes. I mean, oh, oh. it was. By the time I I was getting later on in my high school, yes, absolutely. I, I mean, know.
1: you could breeze over something, look over something the night before, and recall it the next day for a test or whatever the deal was.
0: Correct. And it's and, a photographic it, memory. Well, it, it it was one of those things where. Uh, I would study for an exam the night before a test for an exam that would cover all the material from the whole semester. And I would always typically ace the exam and it might not reflect of how I did during the semester, but it ultimately helped my grade. And then when I went to college, I ended up trying to apply, you know, everywhere. What about the
1: college exams like SAT and, and I I, mean, you know, how did you, did you score well on those? And if you, yeah, I did. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. I, I think i Ended up making a twenty-three or four. Okay, and that uh, I think the first time I took it, I didn't. I actually didn't use a calculator the first time I took it. I actually forgot it, and I'll tell you why. It was the uh, I took it the day of the Tennessee-Alabama game in <laughs> two thousand and. was your first mistake? To, well, it was back then you had to go to Columbia State to take it, right? So you, there was only a couple of times a year you could sign up and take it, and it just happened to fall on that day. And of course, my mind wasn't thinking about.
1: No, you were hey, thinking about UT Alabama.
0: I was thinking about ending that seven year streak. You know what I'm saying? Okay, right. No, I mean, got you. Yeah. Kind of like what you experienced this yes. year, Lou. So. Yeah. 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 Except yeah.
1: it was fifteen.
0: Yeah. I think sixteen, yeah. but that's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. for yeah. like maybe fifteen
2: into it the It was sixteen, actually. In, yeah. It was sixteen. Okay. All
0: right. And and that kind of brings me uh, this it's kinda weird, the kind of circles around the running back for Alabama of the year they ended up uh breaking the streak was Antonio Beard. Uh, God Arrested Soul passed away last year. And then yeah, Nashville. His, his, running
1: back out of Nashville.
0: He was out of Pearl Cone. Yeah. And then uh, his backup, who ended up being the starter of the next year, Mike Galloway, we found out. Uh, died this week in st louis he was at uh, 42 years old oh
1: man oh that's terrible
0: yeah they uh did a welfare check on him he was a middle school teacher and coach in st louis didn't show up to work on monday they did a welfare check and he they believe he had some type of medical emergency and, and ended up passing away that's,
1: that's awful and you know. it's amazing that you you know remember that stuff i mean you know it's just amazing. Uh, well, happy Friday the thirteenth. Are, are either one of you all? Are you superstitious, Big Lou? Are you a little did, bit? Did? Yeah, a little bit. Like in, yeah. in what sense? Like, for instance, I mean, you, I mean, the, walking on there, the the most obvious types of stepping on a crack. You know, I try walking under walking I under a ladder cracks, but I, I breaking like, a mirror, you get a little freaked out. I mean, what 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 bothers is, you? This is kind of funny. Okay, it's kind of funny. Um,
2: I actually wore the same pair of underwear. For every single high school football game I ever played, did you same pair? Were they washed? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Drake, I washed
1: them. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't, don't know. know I, you yeah. know, superstitions. Four are superstitions. years. Well, four that, years. I'm glad to hear that. Forty plus games every time. The same pair. Same pair. From it didn't and, always work, but I I stayed true. But you kept the same pair for four years. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, they were they were high quality. Okay, well, you around. know that's still got them. That's no almost holes. worthy of some type of advertisement, some type of commercial or something for that for those underwear.
2: And you know, I've, for whatever brand it was. I've been a diehard Titans fan all my life. I, I, you know, you yell, you yell when they're on defense, and I kind of got like a like a solid, you know, monotone uh, yell. But it's always got to be. I can't stop the yell before they snap the ball. It's always got to be an even, you know. An odd almost amount. a meditate, it almost a
1: meditative like uh, monk kind of chant that yes. you do. Yep. To hold that yell until the snap. Yes. Absolutely. And what do you feel happens? Have you what What do you feel happens if you don't hold it until the snap? Bad, bad things.
2: Bad. So I try to hold off until there's like. <laughs> 10, 15 seconds on the plate. That's kind of funny. It is the yeah. underwear
1: thing is a little weird and kind of funny, but the, the 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 chant thing or the yell thing is kind of funny.
2: And now I'm superstitious that I've said this and it's going to stop working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it, I mean. So I'm a little stitious. Nah, I think you got it, man. I think you got it. What about you? What about you, Clayton? I mean, what's you know? Do you are you superstitious about? I mean, any any things that you. D- d- you no. don't. You don't really. You don't really go for all that. You,
0: no, I, I, I think. I think it's going to play out the way it's going to play out. You know, I, 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 whether
1: you walk under that ladder or not, whether yeah. you whether you break that mirror or not. I mean, it's you know, it's just going to. Ha- I mean, things are meant to be, are meant to be.
0: The, 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 absolutely, it, whatever happens is going to happen, regardless of uh, of. What happens, uh, or or what we do, but you know that, that's up to each person. And, and Lou, I, I, you know, I, I, it shows you care. You know what I mean. I wish I
2: could think the way you do, though. I wish I didn't care about it that much.
0: Well, the, but I do. The only way you can control something is if you you take charge. And unless you're going to go out there and play defensive back for the Titans or play on the defensive line. <laughs> It doesn't matter what you yell and scream. It's up to those those twenty two guys on that field. True, but
1: you, if you're you, you, if you're one of the sixty seven thousand in the stadium, if there's if it's a sold out house, uh, you kind of feel you're probably doing your part. Sure, you know you yeah. you're you're helping. I feel like you're involved a little you're, bit. You're you're yelling and holding that yell till the snap. Big Lou is doing your part to help out the Titans, and if you don't do that, then you feel as though you might be bringing some type of bad luck, or you're not doing your – falling a little short and not bringing in that good mojo by holding your yell until the snap of the ball.
2: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense.
1: Well, so, no, there you go. So I mean, it's it does, Friday the 13th. It does
2: me feel better. It does make me feel better about it.
1: Friday the 13th. I, you know, I don't think I'm very superstitious. I, you know, there's probably some things I do gambling-wise, uh, just – There's some things I do gambling wise, at say the blackjack table. You know, uh, there's there's certain hands that the book that the blackjack book, the book, whatever whoever wrote the book, says you know there's certain hands to hit, certain hands to stay. I personally have my own theory on that. Now whether that's superstition, now whether it's superstition, because I mean you know cards. Let's let's be honest. Blackjack, cards, dice. There's winning and losing. There's there's a certain amount. It's all statistical and it's mathematics. But really, in your mind, you're thinking you're either you were lucky if you did well. Hey, I was pretty lucky tonight. You know, I, I hit some hit some hands that that had a lot of money on them, and I did well on them. Or I was unlucky. Man, I I just I was right there and I should have won that hand. And the dealer sucked out with a twenty with a six card twenty one or something, you know. And I'm like, so if you so so I'm thinking, and and you're telling to yourself as a gambler, you're thinking, man, I was I was so unlucky right there. I was, you know, or I was really lucky to get that. And, And and it's the same way with football games, covering and not covering.
0: If you had a 16 though, are you going to hit or are you going to stay? Because isn't that kind of the, the baseline rule?
1: Well, yes. And, and you know, that's the type of decision I make when I first get to Las Vegas or I first get to casino. I'm going to tell myself if I'm going to play blackjack and I walk up to a blackjack table and I'm going to tell myself, Hey, I'm going to against, against a bus card. You know, I'm definitely not going to take a bus card. Uh, but if he's pat with a 7 or above, 7 through 11, uh and I've got a 16, I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm going to tell myself either I am going to hit that 16 or I'm not going to hit that 16. Do you see what I mean? Correct. I don't Correct. I don't I make that commitment before I, as I sit down and I and I try to stick with it and I don't go back and forth because then You know, I'm just, I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm giving them a random shot at taking my money. Do you ever put a number? But I normally hit, but I'm going to tell you right now, I normally hit, if I'm, if I've got 16 and he's got a seven, I'm hitting it. Yeah. If I've got a 16 and he's got a 20, I'm, I mean, a 10 up, I'm hitting it, obviously. You know, obviously if he has a bus card, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hit a bus card. If
0: he's got a two, you're, you're you're probably going to stay.
1: If he's got a two, if he's got a two and I've got a 12, I'm staying. I'm gonna let him take the ten. Why? why yeah. There's a lot more tens in there than there are any other card in, in the deck.
0: Do you put a Do you put a number in your mind saying before you walk into a casino like if I get up to this number, if I win this much, mm, I'm walking out.
1: Not really. Not really. What I do is if I hit a if I hit a streak. Of course, if we go to Vegas and stay three nights uh our time staying at the casino is extended you know i mean you know i can stay there till there's no windows there's no
0: oh, free clocks. drinks there's no yep, clocks
1: yep. on the wall they're bringing you all the drinks you want they'll probably bring you a sandwich if you're gambling enough at the table absolutely but i uh, you know it, i ha- i have a i have a system where if i sit down and in blackjack if i lose three hands straight if i don't push or anything Within three hands, if I just lose, boom, 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 lose, 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 three hands straight, I'm normally up and moving to another table. It's like, and that's just my three strikes and I'm out you're type not, thing.
0: You're not going to Clark Griswold it and
1: Absolutely <laughs> not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be up and, and rolling after three strikes. I'm out because there's plenty of blackjack tables in that casino, and there's plenty of other casinos around in Vegas that you could go to instead of trying to beat beat the one table that you you know. Probably can't beat right there. Because um, I've noticed that in a casino of, say, 8 to 10, maybe 12 blackjack tables, if you walk around and look and watch the play and, and see what's going on at those blackjack tables, there might be one to two blackjack tables where people are actually winning money. The other, The other 8 to 10 to 12 tables – are losing money and there's probably one or two tables that are packed with people. All the spots are packed and they're having a good time. And you look at the stacks of their chips and they're way up and they're winning money. But the other, the other 80% of the tables in the casino are losing money. So, um, that's what I would do. I always like to walk around and kind of scope out the blackjack table, see who's winning and try to slide into a spot on a winning table. Okay. Okay. That uh, that music means we've gotten to our first break. We haven't really, really, even really talked about any sports. But we got a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. You guys don't go anywhere. Give us about two and a half minutes. This is the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou and Clayton McClaw, and we'll be back in about two and a half. Along
0: if you feel like happiness.
4: Does it really
3: matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation.
5: (music)
1: Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and joined by Clayton the Claw. And it is Friday the Thirteenth. I hope you all having a lucky, very uneventful Friday the Thirteenth uh, tonight. We are covering the game of the week, the Murray County Public Schools game of the week. Will be Paige at Spring Hill tonight, and you, we will come on the air for the game day show at five thirty. Correct, and then we'll have the girls' uh, game and then the boys varsity game to follow the game day show. So you guys tune in if you can't make it out to Spring Hill Gymnasium for to support the Raiders or support the Patriots of Paige, Right, they're the Patriots.
0: That's right. And then tomorrow, Drake, uh, we got the championship games of the. Uh, Murray County Public Schools, sm- uh, middle school. Small primary. and large, yeah. Combined. You got Santa Fe taking on Battle Creek in game number one in the, and the, girls. In the girls' game. And then following that, for the fourth time this year, Spring Hill and Whitthorne. And those mm-hmm. games, all three of the previous games have been fantastic.
1: Well, I've got a funeral to attend, so I'm, I'm going to leave yeah. it in you guys' hands. But that, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm sad about. Going to my friend's funeral, but I'm also sad about going to miss – I'm going to miss that uh, – especially this, those two games and especially the Spring Hill um, Whitthorn game.
0: That's going to be exciting.
1: Because let me tell you, I, I had both of those teams last night uh, when we did the broadcast, the games from Battle Creek Middle School. And I'm those are some big guys. For sixth, seventh, and eighth graders? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm six, four, and there was at least – Three on each three on Whitthorn's team and three on Spring Hills team that was my height or taller, and we're talking eighth graders.
0: Just imagine if they all got together and played high school ball
1: together. And Mister, um, and if I'm not mistaken, on oh, yeah, absolutely, you know, be crazy, <laughs> yeah. Mister uh, Mister White, uh, R.J. White, Correct. I believe, for Correct. Whitthorn. Thorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, after they won, I believe he he dunked a couple. And
0: you also got you got Lex Baskin too at Spring Hill, who's yeah, just incredible. Who
1: has terrific body control. So that's that's exciting. The Murray County Small and Large Middle School combined Final Four tournament. The finals are tomorrow at noon, right here on one oh one point seven FM W K O M. And uh let's see what else is going on. Uh, Peyton Hillis that we reported on earlier is off the ventilator. Peyton Hillis uh, played at Arkansas, great fullback, and, yep. and then had 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 a uh, NFL career. Suffered some concussions and had to get out of the NFL. Uh, very similar, what I think, is going to happen to Tua, but uh, but he he was involved in a swimming incident where his some family members, his kids. His kids, he had to go out and save his kids. And in, in the event that he saved them, he himself fell victim to the water and was put on a ventilator for some time. And he has been taken off the ventilator and doing, doing much better. Uh, uh, and that's good news. Uh, if the Bills and the Chiefs play each other in the AFC title game, that game will be played in Atlanta. At the Mercedes ben, Mercedes Benz Dome. Yes. Okay. Is that that or no? Wait yeah, a minute.
0: It, it used to be. Uh, the well, what's the one?
1: Orleans. What's the Super Bowl then? What's what? I mean, what's the Superdome? It's Caesars. Caesars. Okay, that's right. So the Mercedes Benz Dome. That's where the Bills and Chiefs, and more than likely, that's probably what's going to happen. I would. I, would th- I would
0: think so. I would guess. Unless, Unless Cincinnati has something to say about that.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's due to the league canceling the game where. Demar Hamlin was hurt, injured, and they 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 suspended that game and will not continue it. Um, and as far as this weekend goes, the NFL wild card games crank up, and uh, nine and eight, the seventh seed, the nine and eight Seahawks will be at the Forty ers Forty ers are ten point favorites with a pretty low total at forty two. Um, with Brock Purdy at quarterback. With Brock Purdy at quarterback. And uh, I've got a little gambling information that we'll go over once I get through with these, with these games here. Chargers, uh, the number five, see at 10 and seven, uh, will be at Jacksonville, believe it or not. The Chargers are two and a half point favorite, but they will not have Mike Williams. Mike Williams, the big receiver from Clemson, mm-hmm. um, that's very well well known to Alabama fans. Yep. Um will not be making the trip. He has a uh, some type of fracture in his back. I mean, a a vertebrae has been fractured or something. So he is out for that game. The Dolphins, the, the two Dolphins and they have Skyler Thompson at quarterback, It will be at the number two seed Bills with the biggest spread of the weekend 13.5 to fourteen points with a forty three and a half total. That's on Sunday Uh, The Seahawks 49ers are are Saturday, and the Chargers-Jags are Saturday. Uh, The first game on Sunday will be Dolphins-Bills. Then the Giants will take on the Vikings at the Vikings. Vikings are just a three-point favorite over the Giants. Very interesting. At home.
0: That's a I mean, you usually get three for playing as uh, well. Yeah,
1: enough. absolutely. So they're saying those teams are about even and the the Giants are nine, seven, and one, and the Vikings are thirteen and four.
0: That just goes to show you records really don't matter this time. And It of the goes year. to
1: show you Vegas knows what the hell's going on.
0: Absolutely. They so, do.
1: Yep. Uh the number six seed Ravens are ten and seven are going to the Bengals uh at, and the Bengals are twelve and four. The Bengals are a nine-point favorite over the Ravens, and, the, and Lamar Jackson more than likely is out and done. And so uh, the bigger spreads on these wild-card games, I kind of like them, you know, just because they're bigger spreads. And right. the bigger the spread in the NFL, the more likely they are to cover that big spread. Correct. Um, or, or outright lose the game.
0: Yeah, it's one of the other. You know it's what mean? The, it's, it's I mean? It's like the Eagles last week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. the way it goes. And uh, the number five seed Cowboys Monday night are going to the Buccaneers. And we talked about the Cowboys and playing Tom Brady. There are two teams in the NFL that have never beat Tom Brady. One is the Minnesota Vikings. They are zero six. It's unbelievable. And the other is. The Dallas Cowboys. They're 0 and seven against Tom Brady. They've played Tom Brady seven damn times and have not beat him once. And guess and they're going to Tampa Bay Monday night. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are for this wild card game.
0: And what's their record, Dallas's record? Eleven and five or and, twelve and four or well, something. Okay, so twelve and four are going against a eight and nine Buccaneers team.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they're twelve and five. The Cowboys are going against an eight and nine losing record Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers are at home on Monday night. The Cowboys are favored. So this is the deal, you all. If you're going to bet, if you're going to bet on the Cowboys, then you're betting against history. Yes, you
0: are. You're betting against history.
1: You're betting on the Cowboys to go one and seven against Tom Brady all time instead of zero and eight, which is well, where they, you know. I don't know. I don't. Could you could you bet on the Cowboys right there?
0: I, I'm telling. I, I don't think Tampa could have gotten a better matchup in the first round. Honestly, if you watched Dallas last week against Washington, they were pathetic. Dak Prescott was pathetic. Well, the I, last time we saw Tom Brady on the
1: field? He
0: looked, they looked, pre- looked good. He looked pretty good. They looked
1: good. Uh, Twenty eight teams have beaten Brady. Did I just say this? Twenty eight teams have beaten Brady. Uh, two teams have hired Brady. You get yeah, yeah. the 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 Patriots obviously and Tampa Bay two teams have never beaten Brady and like I said it was Minnesota and Dallas okay now if you're looking for some bets this weekend um I was reading a pretty pretty interesting article and um how much time we got in this we got about 10 minutes okay we're good uh so if you go on the, if you go on your whatever site you use, your your betting site. And I I tend to use – I'm using – I've been using FanDuel a lot because I feel as though FanDuel is giving probably the best odds and allows you to combo uh, multiple bets together to really increase odds. Uh, The other night I had a few yinglings, and I decided I was going to play a 16-team $3 $3 parlay um Great. and i and they were all college over unders i was just going over this game under this game i was 16 16 different over unders i played on one bet one parlay $3 bet and the payoff was 98,617 <laughs> uh and spoiler alert I I didn't hit it.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I, I didn't hit it. Let's say you know? let's say you won the first 8 though. They're going to make you an offer. Oh, right?
1: they yeah, I mean they once you get down yes, if you if you had a clean slate all the way down to say if you won the first 12 and you had four more games to go, they would probably start shooting you a, a cash out option to cash that bet out. Uh but that didn't happen to me. So, but uh anyway, something I like to do, Clayton, on these if you don't like if you don't like either team they have the anytime td for just somebody to score a td during the game doesn't they don't have to score first they don't have to score last even those those bets are ab- available but an anytime td bet now get this Brock Purdy who took over in week 14 for the San Francisco 49ers he played at Iowa State right yeah okay big tight end country boy George Kittle Yeah. where did he play Played Iowa State. No, he played Iowa. Iowa. Okay. Now those are big rivals, obviously. Interstate. Yeah. Interstate, interstate, or interstate rivals, college-wise. Well, these. Well, Purdy loves Kittle, and let me tell you how much, I, let me tell you how much he loves Kittle. Uh, since Purdy took over, Kittle has been targeted in the last five games thirty-two times. Wow. Okay. In the last five games. Kittle has 22 receptions for 293 yards. And how many touchdowns do you think Kittle has in the last five games? Eight? Seven. Wow. And uh, you know what? Seattle, their opponent, gives up the most yards to tight ends in the NFL. Oh, that's
0: not good for them.
1: Right. But it's great if you want to put some money on George Kittle to score a TD yep. any time. And he's going off at plus one hundred and sixty. So if you bet a $1, dollar a hundred on George Kittle to score a touchdown in the game against Seattle, you're going to get paid one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. So that's and if you you can go down and and you can hit multiple like two touchdowns or three touchdowns, and your odds really jump up there. So the two touchdown odds is plus eight fifty. So if you put down a hundred, you'd win. Eight hundred and fifty dollars if if you bet that George Kittle would score two touchdowns or more. So that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good that's a pretty good payoff right there. If Absolutely. You, if you're not interested in picking one team or the other to cover the spread, now the other tight end we're interested in is a local boy from from the Brentwood area. You know him. You had him on your fantasy league team, Dawson Knox. Da- Dawson 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 Knox. Now he's involved in a, in a game where it's the biggest spread of the weekend, thirteen and a half, fourteen points against. Uh, let's see who are they playing? The oh, they're playing, they're playing Miami. Yeah, uh, a list Miami. Yeah. So there's a good there's a good possibility that the Bills will have many more <clears throat> excuse me many more offensive possibilities right. because of the ineptness maybe, of Skylar Thompson and the Miami offense, okay? Now, uh, Buffalo, okay, Dawson Knox. He had just two TDs through week 14, all the way through week 14, two two TDs. In the last four weeks since 14, he scored a touchdown in every game, every straight game for the last four weeks. So, Josh Allen is looking to Dawson Knox. <clears throat> he is he is a viable option, and one other little tidbit: the Miami defense gives up the most TDs to tight ends in the NFL. Wow! So, anytime scores this weekend, guys, if, if you're looking, if you want to, if you want to play something you don't normally play, look under, click on the game that we're talking about, San Fran or Buffalo, and you just pull up touchdown score. Click on touchdown score and scroll down to uh, either George Kittle anytime. This is anytime. Make sure you're not make sure you're not clicking on first TD score or last TD score of the game. This is a anytime TD score by George Kittle or Dawson Knox, and you might be able to make a little money. I mean, you know, yeah. and, and, don't, and you don't have to worry about the spread. All you, all, you, all, you, all you worry about is when either one of those teams get close to the goal line or, you know, within 20 or 30 yards, you're looking for number 88, and I think Kittle is 85. 85. Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, I picked that up off an article, and and it makes sense. Yeah, it does. And, you know, when, when something makes sense, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so – what else is going on? Uh what about the UFC president slapping his wife and about Dana White. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that wasn't good. They were in Mexico, I believe.
1: They were in a club New Year's Eve <clears throat> at a New Year's Eve party and uh they were in Cabo San Lucas. Was, have you ever been to Cabo San Lucas? I've been to Cancun, but I've not been to Cabo. We need to go to Cabo. Cabo looks that's, like it's fun. Yeah, it does. Know, that's what, like Sammy Hagar had his club and all that stuff yeah. and started uh whatever I can't remember what it wasn't Patron but it was something else he started I thought was it Patron that he started maybe maybe Um anyway he sold it for like 60 million dollars he found this little tequila distillery in Jalisco where tequila's made and then he are had, you it, a, had it made for his club in Cabo San Lucas and it was picked up by one of the big
0: are you a Hagar fan or are you David
1: Lee I mean, I, I, I'm cool with, I, I, am I am I Hagar or David Lee you know they both had their moments. I'm, I'm just going yeah, to yeah. tell you, they both had their moments. I'm good. I, you know, of course, you know, I can't drive 55. That's not a that. That's not a Van Halen song. That's a Sammy Hagar song, which right. is great. Uh, Hagar also did some uh, in the animated movie Heavy Metal. Yeah. He also had had some songs in there, but he also did he also did some good stuff with uh, with Van Halen. Yeah. I, I think I think at that point in time, Van Halen was getting a little bit more commercialized.
0: Yeah. By the I, time
1: did, by the yeah. time by the time Hagar got on board, they were doing, you know, Pepsi commercials and right. doing all that. I mean, and that's okay. I mean, everybody has to make money. Don't get me wrong. And David Lee Roth, you know, the early days of Van Halen. I mean, you know, that was.
0: I think Van Halen's very underrated.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, well, I think, they, I think they hold their place in rock and roll. They they do. Up, they're yeah. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they're, they're aren't gr- they? I think so. I think
0: they just got inducted a year or two ago. Really?
1: Well, your great. steel trap mind would know that. I would not know yeah. that, but but Ain't but anyway, uh, after slapping his wife, they, he said, "There's no excuse." He was just caught red-handed, yeah. you know. And he he obviously he he copped it, and he said he said, uh, "There's no excuse for it. Um, all criticism is warranted." And you know, this guy is super, like fabulously they call it, fabulously wealthy. This guy Dana White is. And he sold off UFC, the brand and everything involved with UFC for a huge amount of money. I don't know. We probably could look that up. I don't know how much to a company called Endeavor in 2016. But he stayed on as kind of the front man, the face man of UFC right. promoter, whatever the deal is. And he says, "Screw it, I'm not stepping down." I, you know, I slapped. Uh, yeah, you know, I slapped her, and I'm not stepping down now.
0: He better be glad it happened in Mexico because if it happened in the US, uh, he may be in bigger trouble. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. probably so. And, you, know, you know what I mean? And and you know so the question is, you know, he said he's talked with ESPN, he's, you know, you know, Disney, ESPN. <laughs> I, yeah, what do you do if you uh, She hit She just looked th- the other way. She hit him first. I think she yeah
0: and and you know has she come any comments from her I, I mean I haven't heard I mean I, I remember when the story broke but I didn't know that if she had given a statement now, yet.
1: I you know she she kind of has downplayed it okay. you know she's downplayed a little bit and now, are you getting at did she hit him first? Like, a no, I, I, because because no, anyway, no, no, what, no what excuse. if what if Robin Givens hits Mike Tyson first? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> no, no, WD, that, do you see what yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no,
0: I, no, I wasn't going down that road. I, I was just I thought I remember the story that or seeing the video briefly. Uh, I wasn't paying much attention, but I thought I remember seeing that maybe she hit him first, and then he kind of slapped at her as she walked away. But either way, not not good for either party involved.
1: No, absolutely. And Mister White should should, act, you know, should he shouldn't do that. This no. is wrong. No, uh, not, I mean no. you're you're promoting a, a a vicious, violent sport where yeah. you know you stick two humans onto each other and put them in a cage. Put them in a cage, and 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 you're the promoter of that. And then you're out in public and on New Year's Eve, and you're seen slapping your wife across the head or face area it's just you know it's not a good look and mr white you can do better and be a better person than that and i'm sure he probably realizes that but uh you know i wonder what would happen if they didn't have video of it
0: exactly no that's that's, that's you know
1: so all right hey this is our second break and this thing is flying by it is friday the 13th and um wishing you all all the best luck in the world out there And we got a big weekend of NFL football. We're going to talk some NCAA, Kentucky, Blue Mr. Basketball, along with the Vols basketball because Kentucky is going to Knoxville.
0: Big game for Calipari and his boys.
1: That's right. Hey, we'll be right back. We are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Give us two
3: and a half minutes and we'll be back.
4: Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Colombians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal.
1: back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Clayton the Claw, and it is Friday the 13th. Didn't they make some movies about Friday the 13th? Was that?
0: Freddy Krueger,
1: wasn't it? That, was that, was that, was that I Freddy? I think so. And those long, freaky-looking gloves he wore with the, with the... Were those gloves or were those actual... they have like claws on them, didn't w- they? Yeah, were they gloves or were they actual things that came out of his fingers like Wolverine? Gloves. I think they were gloves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could slice some people up too, and he liked to wait until they were getting busy.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. You know what I
1: mean? He, I think that was that was Freddie's Freddie's freaky side it was he kind of waited till they were a couple were engaged in you know carnal knowledge stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. So what's going on um, this weekend? The Kentucky Wildcats, well, I'll tell you what's going on. I'll tell you what ain't going on. That's John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats who took a loss Tuesday night to the South Carolina Gamecocks, 71-68 um, to 68 in Rupp Arena in Lexington. And Kentucky had a 28-game Home win streak snapped that night by South Carolina. And Clayton, who 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 beat South Carolina this past Saturday?
0: Tennessee beat them by like thirty nine points. It's it, something ridiculous.
1: And was that believe? Was that at South Carolina? It was. Oh, there's that there's that there's that nasty old cock again. You know, you got. I tell you what, something about South Carolina. In that Eastern Division, that they they're just not going ha- they're just not going they're just not going take it lying down, are they? I mean, whether it's Tennessee football or whether it's Kentucky basketball, you know that old gamecock he's going he's going to raise his, his his ugly old head and let him let him know crow a little bit. Yes,
0: he is. Uh-huh. So,
1: I mean, you know, twenty eight to lose to lose have your 28 home game home streak S, let's see let me SC,
0: make, conference home game that's wins. right
1: conference SEC conference home game wins 28 straight to have it snapped by the South Carolina Gamecocks who just three days pro three days prior got stomped at home by the Tennessee Vols mm-hmm is is pretty bad.
0: I mean, you know, although although we're going to find out we're going to find out this weekend what's going on because if they play well against Tennessee, then we know that the talent's there. We know the talent's there, right? right. Based, I, based on recruiting, we know the talent is in at Kentucky. But Thompson <laughs> Bowling Arena is a tough place to play. It,
1: it it definitely is as well as Rupp, Rupp Arena It, it is. is. It, is, well, it and, used to be. And of course, you know, and I know you Blue Mister fans are are about to Drive off the road and, and are, are screaming at the radio. If, if you're listening to this, I know. I want to mention that Jacob Toppin and Casean Wallace, both double-digit scores, average average scores for the for Kentucky, did not play right uh, against South Carolina. So you know if you're that got, makes a difference. If you got a couple of guys that are averaging anywhere from let's say twelve to fourteen points. That's yeah, thirty you,
0: points. There, you take yep. you
1: take thirty points off the board. And you're you're susceptible to getting beat. So um, maybe Kentucky's trying to get get back in get back in the groove this Saturday, and maybe both those guys will be back in the lineup. We'll just have to see. Now during that game, there was a lady in Rupp Arena, and she had a sign that read Calipari. 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 Calipari.
0: I, I've always said Calipari.
1: Well, I like calamari. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't. I don't pronounce it calamari. But, but anyway, Calipari, it, this sign it wrote it it said that this woman was holding up there in Rupp Arena as the Wildcats were getting beat by South Carolina. Calipari, please go to Texas. As you know, Chris Beard was fired head coach at Texas was fired uh, for a felony domestic violence charge. Uh, Texas is looking for a head coach. And this woman was suggesting just John Calipari, quit talking about it, load up and just go to Texas. Well, the security at Rupp Arena approached her and told her to put the sign down.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And she refused to put the sign down. So they escorted that woman out of RUP Arena at that point. Now, Clayton, you know, what's your take on that? Do you, I mean, do you think it maybe could they have said you're blocking the views of others behind you by holding up maybe, maybe it's a RUP Arena uh, code or, 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 or rule that you can't have a sign?
0: It sounds like the big blue nation doesn't, uh, inside RUP Arena, doesn't believe in the First Amendment. That's what it sounds like to
1: me. Now, have you had somebody in the student section that holding up a sign that says uh, Vols suck or, or Bama sucks or whatever the deal is? Nobody, he,
0: nobody bat an eye at that.
1: So that's okay.
0: That's okay. But when you start criticizing the guy, they're paying $10 million plus a year. Uh, to
1: get their ass beat at home that by South Carolina, who that, just lost by 40 to the Vols.
0: That tells me somebody inside the athletic department, either Calipari himself or the AD or associate AD, Somebody's being a little sensitive.
1: Well, they escorted that woman out. They escorted her out of Rupp Arena, and I guess she got to keep her sign that told Calipari to go on and go to Texas.
0: All they did was make this a bigger story than what it probably would have been if she would have just stayed.
1: Yeah, and just keep the cameras and off of
0: Now it is a much bigger story.
1: Right, and hopefully that ESPN or whoever's carrying the game, SEC Network, would keep the cameras off of her. Right. You know what I mean? And and then no big deal. But now, I mean, just a, even you and I are talking about it on this on this show. So, uh boo on Kentucky. Uh but we'll find out at eleven AM tomorrow morning. Yes, we will. They tip it off between Kentucky and number ten, Tennessee. Um and what did you hear about the story about Jared Jeffries, the six eleven? Do you know who Jerry Jeffries is? He played on the 2002 Indiana Hoosier yes. National Championship team. He got picked on – he got pulled up on the Price is Right. Really? And won a dang brand new Toyota. Congratulations to He, he played that game one away where you have the number, the price of the car up there, and you get to go up or down to try to figure out, and you just – they just flip either a 70 that goes to a five – I mean a six or an eight. And he he got every, he didn't miss a one and got all of them right and won the, and he's 6'11 running around on the stage. (laughs) It was awesome. You all can look that up. It's online. Um, okay. My, we're right here at the end of the Friday show. We've got the game day at Spring Hill tonight. Page at Spring Hill starts at 530 on this station, 101.7. And the eight ball has come out with picks for this weekend for the wild card games. And the eight ball says take all the underdogs and all the unders. So all the underdogs and all the unders. And don't forget about putting a little money on George Kittle and Dawson Knox to score TD at any point during their games this weekend. You all have a safe weekend. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Clayton. Friday the 13th is going to be the greatest day of your life.
0: See you in just about an hour and a half.
1: That's right.